From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. A Queens man was tased by NYPD officers at his home in Whitestone, and he died after suffering a heart attack. Picking up this story from over the summer, which we overlooked in all the excrement. 29-year-old George Zapantis, described by family and neighbors as a gentle giant with mental health issues. I don't know how you feel about it. Whenever I hear the term gentle giant, what I hear in reality is huge, violent, and unpredictable. It's like when someone's got a vicious looking dog growling at me while it's staring at my balls. And they say, no, 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 she's just a sweet puppy. Oh, sure, that's what I love about a sweet little puppy, the way they drool and bare their teeth as they try to contain the urge to snap the penis off my body like a Slim Jim. Side note, my girth is respectable, not slim. And then even while they tell you how sweet and gentle the dog is, and you can tell they've had to give this speech more than once, they'll go ahead and tell you, oh, no, she's fine. Just don't make any sudden moves. Now, for some reason, I'm not finding this reassuring. Don't make any sudden moves? Oh, okay. So you mean I should just treat it like an armed robbery? Don't be a hero. Got it. So what happens if a mosquito lands on my cheek? If I leave it, I get bit. If I swat it, I'm mauled and dickless in the street while your sweet puppy licks her bloody chop, starts looking around for dessert. And all this because you can't control your domesticated animal? I mean, if you have one, it's your responsibility to control it. Now, I make certain exceptions. You know, some domestic animals, they're more or less harmless, but hard to control. You know, for instance, if I'm at a party and a guy can't seem to keep his wife in check, it happens. I get that. Your wife's horny. She needs a dick-in-the-mouth session to calm her down. Obviously, she's going to flirt with me by accusing me of being sexist. But that's what she gets for eavesdropping while the men are talking. Like, settle down now, you know? You don't need to talk like that. Just hump my leg. It'll feel better. Obviously, I don't get invited to very many parties. Joining me now, New York City comedian and legend, the Reverend... Bob Levy. Hey, Bob. Hey, how you doing? I'm a gentle giant, too, uh, you know? But look, we're all gentle giants, you know? It, it's like it's like a, a reason to clear the person's name because they made a mistake, finally. <laughs> it's probably not a mistake, finally. You know, this is probably going on his whole life. Something's been going on. People just are afraid of this person because they're big. They're dangerous. That's the problem. And that's the issue. They're, they're big and potentially dangerous. And I bet you you're right. Their whole life, whenever something's gone wrong around them, you know, like whenever like a, an enormous boulder got thrown through the front window of a department store or something, you know, they're immediately going to come to the big guy and be like, what the hell, you know? you know? But you look at somebody like that and you feel threatened sometimes, you know, because they, they don't seem to be aware of their own strength yeah, and size. Especially, okay, if you live next to this, gentle giant with mental problems you're not gonna be the one that goes yeah i knew he was trouble i live next to the guy i don't want this big retarded crazy man killing me now because he heard what i said about him so of course they're gonna say oh yeah he plants flowers all day he helps old people across the street he doesn't do that you're saving your own ass because you live next door to this lunatic that's a good point. You 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 you're you don't want to be the one who calls this guy out post uh, the situation, you know, like oh no 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 that guy yeah, but uh, in this case not an issue. He did, 
the family, I guess, still lives there. Um, she, the woman uh, who is uh, left over now, the mother, because he lived with his mother and sister, uh, and now George's mother, she still uh, has to take care of the sister now who has uh, Rett syndrome. Now, I don't know if you ever heard of Rett syndrome. You ever hear of that? No, I never did. Yeah, well, what it is, is it's a condition that affects about 1 in 9,000, 10,000 females. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'll tell you something about it. 16 to, 6 to 18 months, more or less normal development, after which they begin to struggle with speech, forming words. Uh, they manifest the habit of repetitive hand gestures, like hand wringing, clenching, uh, clapping, shit like that, About uh, which makes them good hand job uh, candidates, actually. And I think about it, if they like repetitive hand gestures, that's pretty much what that's about. Uh, about three-quarters of them have small heads, now you've seen those before. There's a word for that. Pinheads. Yeah. You know, they're weird little people, and they would dress them up in like a pillowcase with a head hole cut out. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> weird little night shirts. <laughs> and, I, and you don't want to spend a lot for a garment for a pinhead, you know, because you can only dress that up so much. So uh, uh, there are some other symptoms that are pretty alarming, uh, but uh, I'll, I'll get to those in a second. Now, have you ever actually physically seen a pinhead like in person? Well, yeah, I did. I've seen, uh, you know, uh, from the Howard Stern show, I've seen Beetlejuice. He had a little head, like he didn't need like a, a, a big collar. He can get his head to his sleeve. So it was like, uh, you know, you knew some, his head was very small. It looked like a dark golf ball on top of his head, but it was misshaped a little bit. But yeah, I mean, I said, I've, I've seen, now I know what you're talking about, but the way that they, you know, you're saying that after like a certain amount of months, they don't start growing into uh, or thinking or understand anything. I mean, wasn't this called retarded years ago? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now it's Rett syndrome. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's it's something. Retarded is, is a word that has really become like some kind of problem for a lot of people. Not even retard, but just retarded. I mean, even when I was a kid, we were not encouraged to use the word retard in the presence of like parents of retards or, you know, retard sympathizers, retard lovers, uh, you know, but uh, we were also, you know, aware that it was short for retarded, but even retarded now, it's like, I guess they want you to say mentally challenged or something. Uh, that's that's uh, too many syllables. It's like... Uh, you know, I, I'll keep saying anchor baby, too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. a, there, there's a term for it. And pinheads and retards, I think pin, all pinheads are retards, yeah. right? But not all but not all retards are pinheads. This is the way I would figure it goes. Yeah, it's definitely the, the shape of the head. Uh, the most, the retarded person, the original retarded person from back in the day has more of a... A, a block head, you know what I mean? Like it has like that square head with the bulging mm -hmm. bones above the eyebrows that come out. And it's just an amazing uh, look. It, it basically looks like a small U-Haul truck that has. Yeah, you're right. They normally have an oversized head, if anything. They have like a Frankenstein uh, head is like what you're describing. No, obviously there's no electrodes in the neck or anything, but he has like a... a uh, they have that 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 same sort of mindless kind of like quality sometimes of a Frankenstein uh, that uh, you know and obviously the skin is is a is a normal color. The head size, you know, if you have to have oversized or undersized. Now, I mean, a pinhead 
you know, nobody wants, nobody wants, I don't, I, I mean, what would you prefer not to have personally, but say, which do you find less attractive? Well, I think I would rather, uh, I would rather only have a pinhead because I'd probably get into boxing and do really good because I can just uh, bob and weave a little bit and they're going to miss my head anyway. But with that big head, I mean, you can't walk down the street without knocking somebody or a baby stroller over. Or, I'm sorry, I'm dragging your child down the street. I have a big retarded head. You're right. You'd be a sitting duck as a boxer. And, and, and with the tiny head, the target is so small. You know, I mean, they, they, shit, you know. Uh, and then if, even if you get punched hard, it's not going to make that much difference. You know what I mean? Like, it, it can't really affect. But the thing is, this is mostly females, too. Female boxing is something that I I struggle to to be very interested in. I I, I don't think it'll ever really fully. Uh, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I mean, like, what have you ever have you ever been into that as a, as a sport to watch? Well, uh, to honestly say, I haven't been in any sport that had female in front of it. Uh, truthfully, I I mean, I can watch them play soccer because they're running around and whatever they might you know. They might yeah. fall and hurt themselves. Like woman boxing, they should just uh-huh. basically, you know, have no referee and let them actually pull hair too. Because you're not going to hit, you know, most women can't hit that hard. And, uh, you know, it's just a waste of time. It's like watching the WNBA and play basketball. It's like, you know, it, it, it's just, it's just lame. It's, it's just so, it's a waste of time. I don't think I've ever watched more than two minutes of a women's basketball or, you know, I can watch women's uh, volleyball because they always have a nice ass for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, they do. And they're, they're out there in, on the beach. It's fun. They're dressed a little bit more, you know, uh, in a way that's more pleasing to everybody, you know, like, like basketball players the female basketball players are, there could not be a more pointless sport. It's, it's, uh, it's worse, uh, in terms of the action and, uh, and you don't get anything to replace that like you do with other sports, you know, that do have female in the front of them, you know, like, like pole vaulting, female pole vaulting. Those women, man, I don't know who designs their outfits, their costumes, their, you know, whatever it is that they're wearing. But those those things are fucking revealing, man. I mean, they're they're among the sexiest uh, looking outfits I've ever seen in any. I mean, not in, in any sport, but like uh, in any even outside of the world of sports. I, I I can sit and watch pole vaulting, female pole vaulting all day, and I don't know. Uh, really, it's it's hard to get people interested in a sport like that, period. You know, pole vaulting is one of those Olympic sports. We can only handle it every four years. Yeah. Uh, and, and even then, you know, we're really working hard to try and like it. Yeah, I used to, the funny thing about this, Pat, I used to date a pole vaulting girl, and uh, I was banging her one time. She got no upset, way. right? She grabbed my dick jammed it into the ground and yeah. flew out the top window and I never seen her again. So you have to be careful <laughs> with, with those creepy women. Oh, shit. Yeah. That was, that was a true story too. Oh, that and, uh, you know, why, I mean, it's funny you said I was banging her. She got pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> Just some uh, ill-defined uh, vague reason why she was pissed off. We don't know what Bob did, but it was something because she, 
she used his dick as a pole vaulting pole and got the fuck out. Yeah, these uh, the, the sports are great. Uh, other some of these symptoms too. Uh, and and by the way, it's only about three quarters of these uh, who have small heads. So we don't know if this uh, girl uh, who who his older sister who lives there at uh, with the mother now in in the Georgia Zapantis, the former George Zapantis uh, residence there. Uh, we don't know if she has a pinhead or not, but, uh, you know, it's I guess we can hope about three quarters of them do. So other symptoms and effects include irritability, spitting or drooling, <laughs> unusual and erratic eye movements, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes a creepy fixed stare or excessive blinking, you know, uh, sleep disturbances, breathing abnormalities, cold hands and feet, scoliosis. I mean. This is this is the sum total of the bad qualities of all the women I've dated, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, when, I mean, imagine dating a girl with scoliosis and you're taking her out and you're like, why do you keep, are you, you know, you keep looking at your shoes like they're untied, you know what I mean? Your sneakers aren't untied. Why do you keep <laughs> looking down like that? I'm like, did you drop something? Why do you, why do you keep looking on the floor? I, I mean, that's no good to have a woman, you know what I mean? You don't know what she's up to. When, when they don't make when a woman don't make eye contact you, they're usually wanting to kill you somehow so that's that's what I've always learned. that's funny and the same is true if they're staring at you with a fixed gaze you know and and they also do that you know like if, if they're like looking at you like you know there's not a lot going on with their face but just that fixed fucking you know stare uh, it's like they're they're trying to make your head explode like in scanners or something. Uh, but breathing abnormalities. Okay, so she can't suck a dick. Got it. Uh, yeah. Cold hands and feet. That's no fun in bed. Uh, I, I dated a girl with scoliosis, and uh, she, uh, she, but she was cured. So she had all the baggage of a scoliosis girl, but the straight spine of a model. Oh. So kind of a nice, because she still had all that, you know, all those hurt feelings from childhood it made her kind of willing to fuck me that's good you see that you know there's nothing wrong with going with a, a i'll call her disabled woman okay uh if, for men out there that basically cannot get a hot chick you actually can you can find a girl that is missing an arm that is missing a leg and she might be hot and you can date her because she is basically a carnival worker and she knows that she'll she'll take whatever she can because a normal looking guy like us will be like we can't you know i can't be seen with a girl you know that can't keep a wristwatch on her wrist because it just keeps falling off because <laughs> she's missing a hand but somebody out there can yeah. say hey this is the best that i can get i'll take it i'll take it every time yeah that's that's true they if they if they're just willing to kind of go scratch and dent and 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 commit to it you know it, it it'll it'll never bother you the same way it would bother you know guys like us who can get mostly any woman we want oh yeah they gotta you know like you, you gotta settle maybe you know even if it's one of these women who has like the fucked up arm you know like uh I don't know if you ever knew Todd Lynn, you know, but he had the weird little small hand, you know, and they're just like, and, and you see people like that from time to time. It is usually men, I've noticed, with that yeah. particular thing. Maybe it's because if women have it, they already have smallish hands, you know, so you don't really notice as much. It's not considered a deformity. It's just like a normal female body, I guess. Like, guys got to understand, most of us, when we get our first car, it's a piece of junk. We have to 
to work on it. We drive at night, we go to school and that's it. But then at night we're driving around and that, we, you know, you don't take her out in the day too much, you know, because she's missing, you know, or she got the little hand that's by her, her neck, you know what I mean? And she, she can't even call a cab, you know, whistle. <laughs> she can't even whistle. And you're like, what the hell is this? You know, I guess I'm paying you and I can't reach your pocket the uh, the guy always pays with a woman like that for sure and the, the, the yeah with, when she's got the neck arm you know that's a that's a rough one you know you're trying to kiss her neck you know or something like that to get, you know get her a little aroused and it's like you got this hand it's like ugh. but he get it's your fingers you. out of my mouth you know, I, I, yeah. every, every time you go to kiss her neck she her hand is by her neck and she just pushes you away with a little, little fig arm, you know, a little fig tree arm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then it gives you the Matumbo finger wag, right? Yeah. No, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many women like that, man, that I will not fuck. But uh, yeah, they, even if they have like a, a minor deformity, you know, it doesn't have to be arm in the neck. It could be, you know, a little being just like, a, you know, like say if she's pretty overweight, you know, I'm not talking about like just kind of a chubby girl, but I mean like a really a woman that you would just go, that's a fat woman, like 140, 145 pounds, you know, just yeah. really, really big, real unacceptably fat, you know, then like you might... You know, you, you like you said, you don't take her out during the day. That's key. That's key. Yeah. You don't plan no, trips to the zoo. Yeah, it's the kind of woman that was acceptable years ago for like our grandfathers. You know, that was like, hey, we use dirty woman so she can pull a plow or something like that, and you know, drag right. a horse out of mud. You know, but today, you know, we don't want to deal with somebody that you know. You go. Oh, I would take her out to eat, but I only have three hundred forty-seven dollars on me. And when that happens, it's yeah. scary. <laughs> yeah, and and not only that, but I mean, it's true what you say when you go. Uh, yeah, for our grandfathers, fine. They needed women for farm chores. They needed women who could, you know, uh, you know, say dig a, a post hole. You yeah. know what I mean? Who could dig a number of post holes and then lay the post in there and and string barbed wire on them and whatever they needed to do. But now they're obsolete. You know, the the, the heavier women are are not really, you know, in high demand. Uh, they're they're in they're in very low demand. I mean, in the, I'm talking about in the white community. I'm only going to speak about the white yeah. community because I you know I I don't really know what what goes on elsewhere. But uh, I I would have to say. Now, now, maybe in, in in the in defense of the black community, I will say maybe they have farms, you know, that they're that they're trying to work. I really don't know. Maybe they're maybe they're homesteaders or sharecroppers or, or something. But they and and they have some farm work, like you said, a plow that needs to be pulled. Uh, but you know, in any event, uh, you can't go wrong with a girl who just has the baggage from childhood, but has grown out of her deformity, grown out of her awkward stage but she still feels like a fat girl on the inside, that is the jackpot. It, it, it makes it easier for you. You don't have to work as hard as taking, you know, it's you're down mentally, it's not that much work, you know what I mean? This is something that could be done in two weeks instead of uh, eight months to about a year and a half in a relationship where it would take, you know, you slowly break her down until, she's on the phone crying with her mother, you know? And it takes two, it takes kind of long these days. I mean, 
women have come a long way i'll tell you that yeah they have they've come a long way they they probably feel a lot of them you know uh that they should be you know congratulated for that mm -hmm. i you know i think it's I, I i feel bad for them you know they've kind of like exchanged one kind of hell for another kind of hell you know and, and i guess you could argue you know that like being the kind of cunt who's still single when she's 40 or something is uh -huh. the best way to go because you want to like have your opinions and everything and you want to say them and you want to you want to be so outspoken you know like women they they always uh when you have a problem with some bullshit that they say because they're insulting you know you, you do have to kind of like cut them a little bit of slack because it's not bred into them to speak their opinions. It's not bred into them over the years to be mm -hmm. uh, active in in conversation, you know, with people who are yeah. saying things and making points. And so they don't know how to do it without being kind of shitty. And you, you allow for a little bit of that. But then at the same time, you go, well, you know, while I sympathize with you, you have to understand, you know, I, there's only so much shit that I'm going to take off of, you know, uh, some fucking penisless freak you know, who uh, is, is trying to pose as a civilized human being, you know? I mean, they should get that. They really, they, if a woman doesn't understand that, then I don't, I kind of wonder if we have any common ground. No, we basically don't. Uh, the only, like, if they just went by the handbook that we read of how to do it, yes, if you're hot, we'll make believe we're listening to you. If you're, you know, in your, you know, when you hit 30, that kind of ends. But if you're in your 40s and you expect this, to listen to you, you're out of your mind. And if you're if you're disgusting looking, nobody's listened. Nobody cares. And it, it, all they have to do is look at maybe steal a handbook that men are given about you know talking to women, logic to use with them, and they can understand that their voice it doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, it's it seems obvious to us, but to them it's weird because like we they don't have. I mean. First of all, handbook, I mean, like, we're the most direct, honest, you know, straightforward people that there are. They they act as if we're stupid a lot of times. They try to be condescending and like, oh, they were, we're so predictable, you know, and all that stuff. And yet, in their in their arrogance, you know, and in, in, in having that kind of a, a pompous attitude about yeah. it, you know, they really ensure that they're not, the information is not going to get through. And then, and, and I'll still have a hard time not listening to something a hot woman is saying, when, like, you know, when she's making little talking sounds, mm -hmm. it becomes this like siren song, you know, like you want to just like to try to understand, you know, like, is there, are there, is something being said here? You know, what is she trying to express with these noises? And then, uh, yeah. So I fall. I'm still. I still fall victim to that. But when a woman is talking outside of her, uh, you know, bubble, outside of her realm of like, uh, I mean, I, you know, I guess I should say out of her weight class. Yeah. In terms of, you're not good looking enough to be this uninteresting. Yeah, I would basically say, you know, I know I hear you talk. Can you get on a scale and let's see if you can even get through this with me? Because I had, I don't know, I can't believe I'm going to tell you this, but I was with, uh, I was with three other guys. We're in a circle having a conversation, right? All of a sudden, this woman comes over and starts talking to us as we're talking. And everybody was like, you know, why don't you just take my baby out of the house and set it on fire? Like, we had that look on our face. Like, I can't believe this. Yeah, you know? of course. You just pushed my grandmother down the steps. Yeah, exactly. When it, it's, it's so... 
first of all, it is humiliating. I appreciate yeah. you sharing it, but I mean, it could happen to anybody. It can happen to any group of guys. You know, I mean, one of these uh, when 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 one of them comes over on her hind legs, you know, trying to you know participate in in something social like that, you go, wow, this is. And it's something that they've encouraged, sadly. They've really encouraged them to be this way. And you go, you know, it didn't have to be this way at all, you know. No. Like, it could have gone along as it had for, I suppose, you know, tens of thousands of years. Uh, but, uh, you know, that wasn't good enough. And now in this modern era, you know, that we have to we have to have these kinds of discussions. Um, but, uh, yeah. you know, the, this woman, this, uh, this, this sister was only a small part of the overall story now because this guy, the gentle giant I was spe speaking about, 29-year-old George Zapantis, yeah. uh, who uh, was tased by NYPD officers. And you go, well, why was he tased? Well, they, they, the police were called to the home in, in, by the way, Whitestone, beautiful neighborhood. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's, it's gorgeous, you know, and, and uh, you know, there's a, there's a couple of bucks there. No, I, I I don't know if if it's a large region has one, but I know the parts of Whitestone I've seen are are absolutely fantastic. This was uh, on the evening of Father's Day, and uh, the the mother's name, by the way, is uh, Athanasia Zapanta. So she's some kind of a gypsy fortune teller or something, I suppose. Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah. she also is a home health aide apparently too. Uh, so she uh, said her son called in a panic. He said, "Mommy, I see the cops outside. I don't know why." Um, uh, I, you know, I, I suppose the cop, you know, he, he's like, mommy, come home, mommy, come home. Well, you know, at home health age, she can't just like jump in the car and come. So a short time later, cops tased him at least three times outside the entrance to his two family home in Whitestone. And he fell unconscious. He was taken to the hospital uh, where he died. Uh, now, the, the NYPD has said that they, they deployed their tasers after Zapantis approached them holding... A samurai sword. So he, he had a sword that he was uh, threatening them with, and wow. um, he uh, he was not uh, especially cooperative. I'll, I'll play just a moment here of this uh, of uh, of this, uh, so you can hear it. Okay. Just be careful because if, if he was military, he might have gone to the top. That's right. That's what I'm trying to, but like I don't want to also leave this. That's why he got He wanted us to call that whatever. Just be careful, right? Be careful. Stay off the windows, Wojciech. He might be military. He might be ex-military. Just wait. Like, don't get in the door. I can't hear you, bro. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I may have. You want to get it from my car? Yeah. Just uh, tie it. He said call the Marine Corps. He might be. Sir? All right. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Don't open. Don't open. Don't open. Wait. Wait. Can you turn around? Can you just second? turn around for me? No, absolutely not. No, just so I can see that you have no weapon. Okay. Okay. All right. All Are you calm? Let me tell you what happened. I'm a security guard. This guy does not like me. I have the light on for his kids. Okay. And the guy upstairs can to shut my light yeah. Now, with all this that's happening, I'm very protective at nighttime. I have a. I don't mind you being protective, but you can't come out the way you came out. Yeah, but you guys, look at you. Look at your waist, bro. Uh, but did you see me touching my? Look at your waist. I didn't look touch anything. Fuck you up right now. Fuck now. Get down. Come on. Come on. Get back. Get back. Get back. Get back. Come on, bro. 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 Get back. Come
I mean, really, now, if a cop, if, if, if you have a sword, you know, and you're a giant, albeit allegedly gentle, you know, the cops, start, they, they, don't, they don't really know you, you know, so, um, and, and you say, I'm going to fuck you up, I'm going to fuck, what are you doing here, I got a, and he's got a samurai sword, he had on also, like, this Trojan, uh, well, like a Trojan outfit, you know, like. The police department. Just come out and talk to us. Did that really just happen? I mean, when they say mental problems. Dude. Dude, he's wearing like some gladiators. He's wearing gladiators. Uh, he had some armor on and shit like that. Wow. So, but like he can't expect to call up this big gentle giant is calling mommy and saying the cops are outside, and he expects her to be able to just get on a bus and come home because she don't really have a car. Yeah, you know? probably not. Yeah, and 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 a bus, and that's gonna take you know a lot longer than it takes for the cops to realize that uh, they they are they have to tase you. It's funny if you shoot them, they go, "Why didn't you tase them?" If you tase them, they, you know they, they they think that whatever force you use as a cop is just too goddamn much. And and I'm telling you, I believe that it's just too little. I think if they used more force, and if they used it in a more aggressive way, that gets a guy's attention, even if he is. A gentle giant with a samurai sword. You know oh, what I mean? Definitely. I mean, you you can't like now. They're like, bring a counselor with you. Now you got somebody going. Uh, tell me about what happened when you were a child. That doesn't work when somebody has a sword. Okay, you 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 shoot their arm off. You you know that's what you do. You shoot them right in the arm. You shoot them in the shoulder. I, I think you should be able to shoot people in certain sections. Put them back for more training so they can get a shot and shoot them right in the shoulder. Shoot them in the kneecap. Exactly. Get them down. He's just going to go around in a circle on one leg, and that's it. Then you, then you, he's like, look, if you don't put your hands behind your back, we're going to shoot you in the elbow and the other elbow and just tape it together. Mm. You know, usually I'm against the, like, the shoot him in the arm kind of a, a theory, but I think in this case, I kind of, I, I hear what you're saying. You're saying, you know, shoot him in the most painful place. Uh, that you possibly can, right? Like, uh, you know, shoot him in a, like, like in a joint, an elbow, a, 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 or a, or like a, a knee or something like that. You know, that way you really do get their attention. Uh, I think that getting shot anywhere is is uh, usually a good thing. Usually something that that was required. You know, pulling a sword on the cops is right out of this video called "Surviving Edged Weapons." I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's a police training film from like the uh, from the early '80s, and it is one of the best motion pictures ever produced did you okay now this is from surviving edged weapons all right also included in today's knife culture are emotionally disturbed persons or edps included here are thousands of the homeless an estimated one-third of whom are armed with edged weapons typically unskilled with weapons but still dangerous edps can quickly become the ultimate knife wielding psycho now we're looking at an old guy who just, he's in a sanitarium and he punched out the glass of his barred window there. The edged weapon can hold a special power for them. It's part of their violent fantasies. EDPs are often portrayed by the media as poor, harmless, crazy people. EDPs have killed more officers with edged weapons than any other category of offender. 
it's part of their violent fantasies. You know, I, and I think that never were truer words spoken, and I'm sure that all, uh, all policemen do know this, even if we don't, that, like, even if they're unskilled with weapons, they hold a special allure for them, and they can quickly become the ultimate knife-wielding psycho, as it says here. There's no doubt about that. You know, it's like, how can, you know, in their mind, they're like, me must grab something. Me must get something, some kind of thing like weapon and fight back, which you can just say, hey, why are you here? <laughs> Instead of acting like a caveman going, me need up with a sword or a, a bat or anything yeah, like no, that. No, it doesn't ever work. They, uh, they, and I never, and I, and, and, and you're right about that. All they have to do, all you would have to do in the situation, well, what, what would the cops want? I haven't done anything illegal. I, uh, so I don't need to worry. I don't need to be afraid. I don't need. I, there's no reason to call mommy. Uh, I'll just answer the door and calmly respond to their questions. Uh, I have certain rights, and uh, and and you know, they're, they, once you pick up a sword, all that changes. You know, because you could be dealing with again the ultimate knife wielding uh, or sword wielding psycho. And this mother has a problem, you know, with the way the whole thing's being handled uh, because. Uh, now, there have been probes launched. Um, we see the uh, that de Blasio, just four days before this guy died, the mayor announced a series of reforms to NYPD disciplinary process. He said it would provide the improved transparency and accountability advocates sought. Now, I do know this, too, though, that, you know, that's what he's talking about is black people, obviously. And Zapantis is a Greek guy and he's a white guy, as we can see. So, uh, you know, he can't can he really I don't know. I'll put it to you. Can he really expect the same protection uh, that, uh, you know, that, that a, a person of color, particularly a, an African-American man, can uh, can expect in New York. No, he shouldn't be because of the fact he grabbed a knife, when you a sword. When you grab a sword, when you have a sword that's not given to you from your grandfather from a war or something like that, if you have a sword, you're up to something bad. You're not cutting a big fucking chunk of bologna in the house with that. You know, you're not cutting up carrots for a pot stew or whatever. You're not doing anything like that. That is a weapon, especially when you can just grab it that quickly. If I had a sword, it would be somewhere on the wall up in a really nice in a case, or it would be in a closet. I wouldn't have uh, just like it, it with me, and I wouldn't be dressed in an outfit like him. You know, something he was waiting for this to happen. Some people want, uh, they, they want some kind of craziness in their life because they are insane. And I blame the mother, it, okay? First you have a kid with a pinhead, then you have this huge thing that doesn't act. Right there, her vagina should have been sewed up and put on a shelf somewhere and say, yeah, you can't use that anymore. It's just, it's, it's her fault. Yeah, you're right about that. It's her fault for not, not even the way he was raised, but the way he was conceived or the fact that he was conceived. We have a situation in that where it's like, this is not a tenable situation. You are, uh, now the, the, she's 52. She is an immigrant from Greece. Uh, you know, so she came here with her, her, you know, her fucked up brood, you know, and now it's uh, supposed to be on the city of New York or on uh, the cops to, to answer for this man's death. And, you know, like if if you just would have been a little bit more 
cautious during the pregnancy or you know maybe maybe laid off uh that shit that they drink you know the ouzo you know what i mean lay off the ouzo and uh you know or you know look this could be bad semen too in in fairness it could be bad jizz a lot of women become uh i guess uh, what we call um well, they're the scapegoat, you know, for for bad jizz, you know, because the last because the jizz is like that's buried in a memory, a drunken, you know, uh, memory from nine months ago, and now you have, uh, you know, but the but the, so the last person that we see who who is responsible for the for this fucking uh, for these abnormalities, you know, that are walking around you know, in the streets, you know, is her vagina, and and I I see why it goes there, but could be badges you know maybe just a bad combination now he had a job he worked in security you ever meet a security person where you're like oh this guy is a fucking dickhead you know like you know they they don't like you security people are kind of crazy anyway because they're the kind of guys who you know they 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 don't have the same urge to help people that police officers have they only have the urge to punish yeah it's more like they look stupid so you, they, they look different like his big mongoloid head or something like that so he's more of a blocking tool then they put you know the security on his shirt and his name spelled wrong because they don't want to buy a new shirt uh, you know it happens all the time but you were talking about the semen let me tell you something remember when the mad cow disease was around what was that in the 80s or something yeah or 90s something like that yeah maybe i mean i i actually believe I was infected with mad cow semen because of the fact uh, one of my wives, my ex-wives, I used to dump in all the time and I seen it affect her. She would uh, start, you know, walking crooked in the hallway and just banging her head against shit. You know what I mean? So the mad cow semen must have affected her in a way where she just didn't, you know, and then we had to put her down. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I mean, I'm so, so I didn't know about that. I hope that I, I I hope that there wasn't any legal ramification from that or or that like there was no I mean, I'm not trying to suggest that there's anything wrong with it. I do know yeah. certain people are going to look sideways at something like that. But uh, I never thought of the semen yeah. affecting the uh, the woman like that. That is that's something else. And you didn't have you didn't have any bad effects from it. So, I mean, I guess you just had superior genealogy and masculinity that fought that off. Yeah, it basically, you know, I, I didn't get in trouble because I showed other men that were police, the videos of her. I had videos of her banging her head, you know what I mean? Going in the yard and like oh. rip, ripping up the lawn, you know, with her with her hands and claws. And uh, basically they said, you know, they're not gonna do nothing with you. You did the right thing. Yeah, good job, Thank man. You. That's that's smart because, you know, I mean like, cause now everybody takes a, a video of everything and there's, you know, but like video evidence, uh, you had to be a little ahead of the curve, you know, to like, first of all, be an early adapter on that and to see the need, like, you know what, let me just make sure this is documented and video evidence, you know, like when you do have a situation where one of them has gone bad yeah, and, and you have to eliminate her uh, and she's, look, I mean, let's face it, a person like that, ultimately, she's going to bite somebody she's going to infect other people or she's going to you know she's going to be a problem for her uh for others or for herself and um so and thank god you did have that that video footage of her uh you know throwing a fit now they it says that the the 
the police knew or should have known when they were responding it was going to be what they call an EDP. And as you mentioned, they want you to send some kind of counselor. This is uh, this is uh, their attorney, who is uh, Valm Valakas, uh, is his last name. Uh, is it's Valm Valakas. Uh, George, uh, not oh, is his first name George? What is it? that? The other guy is George. They're all named George. Yeah, I'll just call him George. They're all named George. Yeah, George von Valapis. Everybody from there is named George. That's their first name. When they, everybody that owns a diner is named George. It's just the way it is. I, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, so he should have. Uh, it says they should have sent a different team than regular patrol officers who were ill-equipped and prepared to encounter someone with mental illness. Now, I don't. I don't know if I agree with that. It seems to me like they had. I mean, they had the taser. I mean, the, they the guy the guy's dead. You can't argue with the results, yeah, right? I, I mean, who were they going to send? Johnny Depp from one of his stupid movies with a sword and a fucking bandana hanging off his head. I mean, come on. It's like they don't have that shit. Totally. Yeah, you don't want to. I mean, you don't want to bring a sword to a sword fight. You want to bring a taser to a sword fight. Three of them, ideally. You know. I mean, it's uh it's it's funny that they that they're second guessing the cops when you know we have a situation where we had a mentally ill guy in a sword uh, with armor on that came and killed him. You know, uh, I and, and yet this is somehow not to their liking. I, I, it's it's stunning to me the what people. Uh, expect you know from a city now granted there's a lot of money put into this thrive nyc which is uh, a billion dollar mental health initiative that was launched by shirlane mccray the mayor's wife the city uh yeah, they bulked up the mobile crisis program that treats people with mental health challenges uh, using traveling teams of health professionals so they were committed to extending the program to respond to, to some 911 calls and involve mental crises because 16 people with mental health challenges have died at the hands of police, it says. Uh, those aren't incredible numbers, you know what I mean? But I think they're pretty good. 16, I mean, I don't. they don't tell you how many called. It might have only been 16 people. It might have only been 18, 20, you know. That's a pretty good percentage, right? Yeah. and I, that, they've, that, that have died. But uh, to me... They're using this as an excuse now. Everybody has mental illness that is getting killed, and that that's what I'm seeing all the time. I never see somebody that goes, well, yeah, he was ready to go to Harvard next week. He was going to Princeton, uh, and all of a sudden this happened. Th these are people that are, that are just, they're naked in the streets, and, you know, it's like, Hey, it's you can't blame anybody. What are you supposed to do? You know, just because you tased them, most people don't die from getting tased. And most people don't start something to get tased. You know, that's the whole thing. That's true. Most people do do not. I, I would say that if you were to do uh, like like a percentage, right? What, what, the, it's 99 point about 49s. Uh, of people who will not be tased in, the, in their lifetime by anyone, let alone by police. So uh, when we have this very small percentage of people who are admittedly, you know, problematic and that they're emotionally disturbed, unpredictable, knife-wielding psychos, uh, now then it's, uh, you know, like there's, this is, they're doing okay. They're doing very good. Now, Ricky Noble, I'm not sure what relationship Ricky Noble has here to anything, but he described the blade as, as something out of the movie 300, but that none of uh, the family members felt threatened. And he says it was in a case. He just had it with him. I don't believe the sword was in a case. At the, now, when he says case, he might mean sheath. 
probably in a sheath. I doubt it was in a case. Uh, his wife, Shaniqua Noble, mm-hmm, uh, went downstairs to talk with Zapantis. When they resolved their argument, Zapantis closed the door to his apartment as she walked to the front yard to speak to the police, who arrived just before 9.30. This is on Father's Day, as I said. Now, a neighbor who was walking his dog had called 911 to report a person with a gun. He had mentioned the noble's vehicle. That's, uh, that's you know, whatever. Now, uh, the, the NYPD told the city, that's the newspaper here, that the call was for a man with a gun inside the residence. They declined to pr- provide audio or a transcript of the call. Uh, now, now, Shaniqua says, uh, I explained to the cops that George was mentally challenged. You know, that's not the way I would have put it. But so, so, did, uh, so did my husband and my son, you know. Uh, yeah, she could have just said "tard alert," you know. Exactly. And, and, uh, That's it. He's a fucking lunatic. He doesn't listen to us either. Just get it out of the way right away. Don't go. Oh, he has these little anger things and he's explaining it. No, just go. He's a fucking mongoloid. Yeah. I mean, come on. It says George is panicking and they're shining the flashlights through the windows and yelling his name. I was outside with them saying he takes medication. He's not all there. I said just wait for his mom, and they refused. You cannot. I don't know if if people what planet they live on. This is this is not the, the world in which we live that we can just go. Oh, here's a dangerous uh, uh, guy who has a weapon and uh, and stuff. We've been called here. Um, let's wait for his mom to get home. You know, how long is that going to take? Like we said, she's on a crosstown bus uh, at best. Yeah, you, yeah you know. and she has to transfer probably twice on buses, and by the time she gets there no you can't do it but the whole thing is is that as you can see by you talking about what's wrong with him he probably had this big head like frankenstein like we talked about what was frankenstein afraid of fire so what is this guy seeing flashlights flashlights could look like fire and all of a sudden it goes it the the two brain cells are fighting each other in his head and they just short circuit and it's over with and there's nothing you can do you know and not only does he see fire but he sees some kind of magic fire that you know to him this is a a real threat you know and uh so he uh this this fellow here uh and she says, I, I heard him tell whoever was there, this is uh, the mother, uh, rather the cousin, uh, explained they were connected by phone. I have the right to protect myself, is what he said. Wow. It sounded like it was silent. I heard him clearly, so I'm sure things escalated after that point. So she said it sounded silent uh, when he said that. But, but you know, and, and the thing is, he had bipolar disorder. Uh, it's one of the things he had been treated for. And, and he had been arrested a few times uh, in the past for various things. Uh, so it's it wasn't his first, uh, you know, brush with the law, as they say. He said, I have the right to protect myself. And, and, and that's true. He does have the right to protect himself. Uh, it's, I guess, what it like my dog from the beginning of the show, just to bring it full circle. You know, you don't always know what... Uh, a wild animal or, uh, you know, a, a domesticated animal in the case of the dog. You know, we don't know what either of them, the guy or the dog, are thinking uh, is a threat. You know, like, like for instance, I, I remember one time I, had a, I saw a story about a guy who had a heart attack and then a guy tried to give him CPR. But the guy who had the heart attack had a pit bull who thought that the guy was attacking the master there, because he doesn't understand CPR. So the dog mauled the Good Samaritan. He was killed, and um, and that was the end of that. So, uh, 
actually i sent that story to uh, a girl that i was seeing at the time and she immediately had her pit bull put down as a result so i thought you know what it's still nice to know i don't like to trumpet myself as a lifesaver i'm a comedian you know what i mean i do this little new show but like i think that i've saved some lives you know that day just by reading the post and sharing an article. And I, I hope that like other people can learn from this kind of example, get involved, make a difference. Well, you know? you, you, basically what we're learning here is don't try to help when you're not really, you know, you, you might end up dead. So basically, you know, it's better not to help. And, and the guy probably wouldn't have died. And, uh, you know, if you didn't think, you know, everyone thinks they're a doctor, I mean, uh, I, I, I've helped people by letting them leave me, you know, but that's the way I help people. I say, you know, okay, you did your time, go find somebody that'll treat you well. Right. Yeah. You figured this out now, if you have any sort of, uh, awareness at all. And if you don't, I don't want you anyway. So then you, that way you set them free. It's like old yeller, you know, uh, and, uh, with CPR, you know, a lot of people go and learn it. A lot of people, I say that is the point it needs to be nipped in the bud because yeah. if you know CPR, now you suddenly have a choice to make when somebody does have a heart attack or there or something, you know, something's going on. You have to, you know, Oh my God, what do I, and, and you might have that impulse to jump down there and start trying to save this guy's life or this woman's life. And, and uh, you, you know, that's like you just said, it's not advisable. If you don't know CPR, then you know what? Why not eliminate the opportunity to make that mistake? I think that that we've we've lost sight of that as a civic virtue. So uh, you know, just to sum it up, like when when we do live in a world, well, it's it's hard and dangerous and difficult, and that's unfortunate to be, you know, what people might think of as a good Samaritan. Now, you know, we used to call them busybodies, you know, but now they. Uh, in, in a world of, of violent, vicious dogs, out of line wives, and, uh, you know, retards, this is, this is uh, unfortunately uh, the world in which we live. Uh, Bob, it's been a pleasure talking to you, and I look forward to talking again in the near future. Definitely. This is like, we've, I think uh, we learned a lot. You're never too old to learn. It's never too late to make a change. Yeah. And if you got some change, I could use that because this show is ad-free and will remain so, so long as I continue to build on Patreon. you got to go to patreon.com slash patdixonnyc. That's P-A-T-D-I-X-O-N-N-Y-C. And because uh, if, if you help me out there, even with just like $3 a month or $5 a month, you get some bonus content and you get some stuff. You get ac access to the old shows, which are not available online anywhere. 165 episodes that are going up right now. The first 50 are up and, and some additional ones along the way. Also, some good video footage. Check it out. But I'm shadow banned on there. You can't search for me on Patreon. You have to type in the full URL. Uh, it's uh, patreon.com slash NYC. And thanks for doing that. But don't forget to watch me on crime report on compound subscribe there if you haven't done so yet i'm live every thursday and i'm on some other shows there too so if you're a fan you gotta get on compound uh, thanks one more time uh, reverend bob leave so thank you sir it's been it's been an honor it was a lot of fun god bless you and thank you for listening to new york city crime report
I guess you could argue, you know, that like being the kind of cunt who's still single when she's 40 or something is uh. the best way to go because you want to like have your opinions and everything and you want to say them. Nice. 